0: Here at United Queendom, we're big fans of Box Menswear. For boxers, briefs, jocks, tracksuits, swimwear and so much more, head over to boxmenswear.com for stellar deals, worldwide shipping and some killer eye candy.
1: Before we get to American Drag Race, I did promise that we were going to talk about um, the Drag oh. Race UK lockdown special, mm. which is the right I reaction. found it quite emotional. I found oh. it quite emotional. Did you not? Um, I did, but I was a little bit drunk <laughs> and I felt like a lot of it was just the drink causing my emotions. Or was it actually emotional? Oh, wait. Oh, so you mean you were emotional during it? Well, I mean, after that much, I'd had a few tequila rosés, so... Um... Oh, my heavens to Betsy. Well, um, I
0: watched it with a sober head, you know, because I... Did you like funk? to do my research. I like to do my research soberly. Soberly? Soberly. You're clearly not soberly
1: <laughs> now. Never mind researching.
0: <laughs> I've had a couple of beers. It's Valentine's Day and I'm on my own um so yeah no i did think i mean well david watched it and he said it was um he said it was quite emotional i watched the first 10 minutes and i was like boring but then i watched the rest and uh actually do you know it was quite emotional because some of them had some really quite sad stories and um the whole thing with veronica was really sad you know and ellie ellie, Di- ellie diamond getting ellie diamond getting chucked out of her house that wasn't that wasn't nice was it
1: i, I don't want to sound like a bitch but i was pissing myself laughing at veronica just because she she was talking about the virus as if it was, like... As if she was on death's door. She's like, I've got the disease. My life is over. And I'm like... I've got him! Yes. Oh, I've got him! It. It's, it's like, you're fine, bitch. She handled that up so much. I was like, if you'd done that in the actual challenge last week, you probably would have won. Like, you were... She was, like, in a black veil, like, wandering around the flat. And I was like, I I get that it's gutting, because, I mean, she was doing well in the competition, and then that's taken her out, if you believe that to be true, which I have my conspiracy. But, I mean, come on, she was giving it the whole Meryl Streep tears.
0: She was giving it, but the thing is, like, um, I think for her especially... It's such a serious business. I mean, and you could tell, like, even when they had a weekend away, like she was sewing in the hallway, like she was giving... Out of all of them, and I mean all of them, she's the one that would have taken that seven months so seriously to up to, to up her game again like even though i think she was one of the top queens anyway she'd have taken it even more seriously so this would have been such a bitter blow that she'd like i don't think i I don't think she was in a place to laugh about it or even say you know because and also don't forget as well i mean this this was probably filmed during a time and we're still in that time where it's deadly do you know what i mean so you know it might not have been deadly to her but a lot of people have died let's say
1: well, I don't think people of Veronica's age have died. Maybe people of um, Ginny Lemon's age. And, um, <laughs> spe- oh, that that was another. Oh, that was another shock horror. That was the most disturbing thing. Forget about the pandemic. Forget about the death. Ginny Lemon's thruple was something that I needed <laughs> another tequila rosé just to cope with. I mean, what the <laughs> hell? You must have
0: thought you was, You must have thought you were seeing triple. You must
1: have thought you were seeing thruple. I saw six of them. I was, it was... I mean, at first I thought they were fostering a child, the, the, the <laughs> Ginny and the one on the left. And I was like, oh, so I didn't know he was a foster dad, only to find out that this creature is being bummed to boogery by Ginny Lemon. I mean... <laughs> I'm sorry, but it is... Ap- I mean, it was very hard to
0: digest. Um, it certainly was, and I'm sure... I'm sure they find Ginny's sperm hard to digest, but um, they That's do. That's a bitter blow, and, uh, indeed. Ginny Lemon's
1: <laughs> ejaculant.
0: <laughs> oh, it certainly is. It certainly is citrus and stinky. But I think um, you know, there's, there's, there's the three. There's, there's the three of them, and they seem happy enough. And um, I don't think you know, if they'd have known what had happened, they would have given would have given her quite so much airtime,
1: perhaps. But um, I don't know. Well, I'm sorry. I mean, there's people on their own on Valentine's Day, which was yesterday, not today. Let's keep the Mm. illusion. um, I'm sorry. (laughs) for them to watch that and think that Jenny Lemon has not one, but two boyfriends, uh, one of which is of age
0: our husband and her boyfriend so obviously they've taken obviously the her and her husband have taken in a houseboy. um you know they've um they've dressed her up like a young Ginny Lemon and um taken advantage <laughs> no that's that's not
1: right well I, I don't know actually I was watching the screen like waiting for blinks of SOS to see if he was giving some sort of cry <laughs> for help I was like should we go what should we do and then yesterday who was it who tweeted um sister sister tweeted Ginny Lemon with a screenshot of the three of them saying, Oh, can I get involved in this sex sandwich or something like that? I was like, Oh. You looked at this dynamic, this setup, <laughs> and thought you felt aroused. Arrest. Arrest. You, you, you want in? I want serious amounts of out. <laughs> my penis went in inside my body because it was so revolting. <laughs> and now I'm glad that Ginny Lemon's not in the competition. I wanted a twin. I was a big fan. But seeing what is going on in that house, I mean, it, it's made me homophobic. I'm actually anti-gay. I'm not having it. <laughs> it's disgust- disgusting.
0: <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm not being funny. But you, um, did you say the same about... Um, is it Willem? Oh, no. Or is it Derek Barry? Who has the thruple over there?
1: Derek Barry. I'm not against thruples. I'm not saying it's because they're in a thruple that it's disgusting. You could be in a quadruple... Oh, it's because they... It, look, it's, it's looks then. It was visually unappealing and it was worrying in terms of the age of everyone participating and what roles they play in this this Mm. horror show um i'm just not having it it was was, first of all it was quite arresting uh
0: second of all uh, someone should should be be arrested arrested. yes (laughs) i know (laughs) It it had a sort
1: of a west feel to it didn't it an incest feel to it i think
0: no, like a
1: Fred and like a Fred and Rosemary West. I mean, oh, Fred. Yeah, I can see that definitely. And Ginny,
0: I think, and 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 Ginny could have done a Ginny could have done a damn good job of Rosemary West in um in
1: Snatch Game. Oh yes, very convincing. She wouldn't have even needed to act very much. But this is a this is a good segue. Actually, it's terrible segue because I'm being <laughs> very very bitchy and horrible right now. But I wanted to take a second to say, obviously, everyone who listens to this podcast knows that one of the things that's very consistent the only consistent thing is that we are quite bitchy and we are quite outrageous and that's why you guys tune in i hope and why you enjoy it however i do think sometimes sometimes we take it too Mm -hmm. far and often we edit those moments out so you don't even want to see if this is what makes it in the show you don't want to see what doesn't but last episode after we recorded i did think that um, myself especially and a bit you sam were a little bit harsh mainly you mainly me <laughs> when talking about the queen's weight in lockdown because obviously last year was a really tough year and no one knows more about yo-yo dieting more than me and by that I mean I'm the shape of a yo-yo so I mean but we we take the piss out of ourselves we take the piss out of each other and we do take the piss out of the queens which we're going to continue to do but I think weight is a really sensitive issue which we all know per- from personal experience and cake well... gay- sorry you go
0: no, I was going to say um, that in in your defence, um, and as we will see in this very episode, weight is something that they have a pop at each other every single time. And I do think that um, not only do you have you and I certainly I've piled on the pounds, and I'm happy to laugh about it. And um, and I think that <laughs> is I think I think lockdown weight is something that everybody is can sort of you can sort of laugh a bit about it because everybody's got it i mean even body beautifuls like myself who was a gym bunny beforehand you know i like i look like donald trump from the side now and uh, and that's and that's fine but um you know i will rectify rectum that once the gym's open again but for now i think everything's just fucking everything's on the table Including all all the food. food. (laughs) Well,
1: you look like Trump and you smell like a Trump, so at least you're a a well-rounded queen. Thanks. But the thing is, obviously... Definitely definitely round. (laughs) We're we're friends and the queens are friends with each other, so they can say it, but sometimes if you don't know the person, you don't necessarily have the right, it's personal, it can be sensitive. Mm. I get that and I've been in that position. So I would like to take Mm. the moment to apologise for that and we are going to make more of an effort to try and... Always push the boundaries, but also stay within them. Because we had feedback about the last episode, which I'm really glad. Whenever you guys give feedback, I love it, even if it's negative.
0: Oh my god, give give feedback. Yeah, give feedback, even if it's like I fucking hate the pair of you cunts. Then send give it. those ones
1: to Sam, and the praise, you guys know where to reach me. So, um... and also if it's if
0: it's a flaming turd in a box, send it to me because I'm always hungry. <laughs>
1: See, I can see that we've changed tone already. We're we're already being more respectful (laughs) and more (laughs) highbrow. Anyway, should we start recapping the fat cunts on this American episode? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Joke. That was irony. That's (laughs) irony. There will be no more weight jokes. So Tamisha Aman is gone, but will always be remembered for saying... Uh, what was it she said oh yeah what she said she she said <laughs> i'm a grown-ass also... woman <laughs> <laughs> she gave she gave so many quotes in such a short space of time that's quite amazing she did yeah and um
0: well I, w- I wouldn't call i wouldn't call 6 6 weeks of shows a short space of time but i mean it's pretty good
1: yeah that's true actually i forget how long the the um it took to get a first person home we've been re- we've been recapping this since 2015 <laughs> I know we were twinks when this started, and now we're daddies. How did that happen? Uh, <laughs> uh, candy feels guilty for sending Tamisha home, even though she was horrible to her during her time on the show. I'm actually too hungover yes. to do my usual candy impression because I did have a bit of a heavy <laughs> night last
0: night. And a, fr- a friend of mine did. A friend of mine did say that. Um, the basic with Candy news, and I have to say this with, you know, especially with the reading challenge just now, it's very much like, <hguru mapa noise> bitch. <laughs> you, know, you can only hear the last, you can only hear the last word. <laughs> wow, 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 wow,
1: and then the judge's like, so witty. Great wordplay. It's like, oh, what? Great wordplay. But um people love that, so I tried for you, but it's making me even more hoarse. I'm so hoarse that Celine Dion's face is jealous, honestly. <laughs> You're a dirty horse. Hung <laughs> like. I'm joking. Um, or am I? We know. <laughs> uh, Elliot with two T's. She feels left out of the group. And actually, this I found this really touching because I think as gay mm. people, we all know what it's like to not fit into certain groups. And so I feel like we should never do that to each other, but sometimes you forget what it's like. And then, especially in an environment like this where everyone's competitive, Mm. everyone's making cliques, but it's like, no one should be left out. I found it really sad. Yeah,
0: no, I agree. And um, I do feel for Elliot with 2T. She definitely has that sort of, that punch bag look about her. (laughs)
1: I, I really like that we're starting to be nicer about the Queen since that feedback. I really do. I don't mean it like that. I mean in the kind of, I don't know, like my sister, for example, he was
0: in nowhere bully and never was at school yet. She used to watch, do you remember the same difference on X Factor? Yeah. When it had um, the two twins and like, and she'd, and she'd look at the camera with her imploring look, going, call, call us, call us. And my sister was like, do you know what? If she was at school, I would have bullied her.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I think we all would have bullied. Same difference. And I think, I think sometimes
0: Elliot just has that kind of like mew sort of like you know, just a little bit like, oh, do you know
1: what? I know what you mean. So I can understand. If she was talking around me, I think I would ask her not to. But I would. <laughs> but I still think there's a way you can do that that's inclusive and kind. No, actually, yeah, there really isn't. I no, is that? Um, um, <laughs> <laughs> Take it back! No, I mean the thing is I really like Elliot with tees. Hey babes, love you to death, but can you just go away and leave me alone and stop speaking and die? That'd be great, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I think
0: um Elliot with tees is really super cute and kind and like and I just but I just it's very puppy dog look as in I and I think um I think because we find out later on that she has depression and stuff and it's just it's sort of like it's sort of like a double-edged sword, as and you have it and then you know and and then and then you try and then you over try and then and then people sort of go oh no thanks and then you, and then it makes you depressed again
1: i think you hit the nail on the head with uh, the overly trying i think sometimes when people are so desperate it is a bit off-putting um mm. however i i was sympathizing and like oh i hope they all make friends with elliot but then after seeing her in the reading challenge i was a bit well of course no one wants to talk to you that was that was toe curling
0: <sighs> i you know what the thing is as well i do think unfairly as well that um I mean, they can't all have been so good that Elliot was the only one. I mean, she fluffed her lines, fair enough, and the cape joke was terrible. Um, <laughs> once again, I thought they should, they, should, they should have got Ed Dyson on board, shouldn't they, really?
1: I know, but they, I can't offer to write for the ones on the normal season, because by the time we know they're cast, they're oh, already yeah. there. Whereas on All Stars, yeah. that's where I can get mm. them. I often still don't, but... <laughs> Most of the time My desperation is off-putting I'm a bit like Elliot with two T's Your emails go Pleasant, pleasant, desperate Nasty (laughs) Peasant (laughs) But let's properly discuss the reading challenge It is my favourite mini challenge, of course And it's a bit weird to have it so early on in the season But Mm. it means that there's more of them to get through So who were some of your highlights and lowlights? Well, I have to say that Gottmik I thought was the best I agree, surprisingly And I do think, Mm. I don't know this But I do believe she probably is the only one who hired a writer Because... And I know they don't. Oh, really? I think so. They usually only do it on All Stars because it's quite hard to know who you're with on a regular season. But I always say mm. it would still be good for them to take if you take a selection of jokes about generic things like. And they, they are, and then you're bound, you're bound to be able to shoehorn them onto someone. Is what you mean? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, the the joke about gay trans represent, representation. All she has to do is add on an insulting similarity at the end, mm. and that could have worked on anyone. So I reckon someone yeah. gave her that. Cause she's not giving me comedy goal but she was really good in this challenge and did deservedly win
0: it's good delivery as well that's the delivery is really super important and and she did do that excellently
1: yeah I mean the gay trans pug joke really did actually make me laugh out loud and it's rare that they get get me on this one but I did but also
0: also you know that first of all um what's to say whats the face says that she's eaten a lot of candy rude fat joke and then pug again that's isn't that a fat We're joke
1: anti that yeah, but well, that's I guess another the, fact. That's a fact check, isn't it? Yeah, but the reading challenge is the library is open. It's a safe space, like a roast where you can say anything, but stuff you wouldn't say in normal life. So we're not. Oh. I mean, really, this podcast is the library is open.
0: I'm not. Yeah, exactly. The library is open nonstop. And, that, and good God damn it. I wouldn't want to say I wouldn't. want to, I'd say maybe 10 percent of the things I say on this podcast in real life for fear of getting punched in the face. <laughs> like you
1: want to punch Elliot in the face, but um, <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> I'm I might be being harsh about Gottmick though because she did actually do a good comeback within the reading challenge because she said um, something to Tina Burner and then Tina said, tight end and then Gottmick said not what I heard and I was like oh she, she, maybe she's quicker than yeah, I thought she's yeah. not been giving me funny. she made a
0: loose she made a loose asshole joke.
1: I know, and we know that's not easy. We only managed to make usually about 34 up episode on this show. <laughs> but we are trying to get it up, so to speak. <laughs> I did like There's Denali's... There's no point if it's that loose. I did like Denali's joke about... Uh, it's actually my joke, which is, your teeth are whiter than blah, blah, <laughs> dancing. I've written that one for mm. a few of the queens I recycle and the roast jokes, and I bet she nicked that from one of my sets. <laughs> or it's just really obvious and came up with it separately, which is very likely, but... There we go. Oh, my God. You need, to, you need to be charging royalties, babes. I've been talking to my lawyer. I can't discuss further. Okay, fair days. yeah. Do you think... So Candy made a joke, which was along the following lines. No, I'm not going to do it again. She um, <laughs> She made a joke about wanting to fuck Utica because Utica's creepy and has a big dick. Do you think she has seen Utica's dick in the workroom and Ooh. it is big, or do you think it
0: was just a weird joke? There was a bit too much sexy talk during this, during this comedy challenge, I have to say. Yeah. Like, so they also said like, when Candy's not getting banged by Joey Jay. And like, if I was Joey J, I'd be on to my lawyers saying, uh, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so, babe. Just because she fancies me, doesn't mean anything's happened. And Utica, I think like, she's got that very tall very skinny physique, which does lend itself to a large penis. So I think that's quite possible.
1: <laughs> I don't and know. And I think they've
0: all probably seen it because, um, you know, she's, they, she's got to
1: tuck and untuck in front of everyone. So I think, you know, it's obvious. Sometimes dicks are all about proportionising. Because, like, you know how everyone always used to talk about how big uh, Dappy's dick was? And it is quite big. Yeah. But he's such a short man that if you're short and it goes to your knee...
0: It's the skinniness. That is the... um. It's like... If someone's got really like quite a skinny body, often their cock is giant, and I think uh, they would, first of all they wouldn't have said if it wasn't they wouldn't have said it about you if it wasn't true, and second of all it just ooh, it just it just she's just got such a sense of um, well being that you know she's got a big cock. <laughs>
1: Yeah that's true and she um it is true what you say about skinniness because it's actually scientifically fact because it's almost like having uh, excess weight on your stomach actually brings your intestine further in cuz it like pulls it in so the skinnier you are oh. the longer you, your dick I mean it doesn't technically get bigger but it it's more outside of your body exposed
0: so therefore if you're so as you hit puberty for example if you shoot up really quickly and you're really skinny therefore you know your dick big your dick grows
1: quite much bigger than it would do normally the only time i shoot up quickly is when i've got a bag of brown let me tell you and that is, <laughs> that is why i'm hungover today <laughs> and that's that's
0: has anyone go straight between the toes or down down in between me eyeball and um
1: me eye socket god i heard a famous person um injects in between their toes and i won't say who it was for legal reasons but um mm. it's a supermodel and it's what clue can I give? Oh, you, you all know uh, who it is, it's obvious. <laughs> um. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, quite,
0: um, it's quite common to do it in between the toes because they, nobody, looks, nobody looks there. Obviously they do now, but they didn't used to.
1: I do it in the armpit. No one's ever checked there because it's so hairy, no one can see. You should do it in your arsehole. No one would check there. <laughs> he gets lost, babes. Lost in the forest of Dean. But I d- <laughs> that was his name. I don't want to um, <laughs> talk about Utica's dick anymore because I don't... I, again, I find that a little bit grim. No shade. <laughs> Sam, can you give me a teaching moment? You know you love to teach me on the podcast. Yes. Tina Burner made a joke about Dory and Corey and I don't know who that is. No, not a I. I'm guessing it's a murderer because she said something about hiding the body or maybe... Someone who's like a yeah I don't know.
0: maybe it was like a kooky maybe it was like a kooky woman in the seventies you know sort of like a uh, what's her name Stevie Nicks sort of vibe maybe do you know what I mean like kooky uh, like a bit culty that's what
1: I'm thinking. If only there was some sort of thing on the internet that could help check these things, but I just <laughs> I know you could maybe put the na- you could put the name in and it gave you answers. I mean some sort of magical book. I don't know. Trademarked um and then obviously Elliot we kind of discussed she was I mean I'm sure that she did a few jokes that were better but when you bomb they tend to mm. show your worst bombing moments and the cape because mm. it was so labored mm. when that it felt like five minutes of that cape floating to the ground in complete silence I know, it's
0: it was like, like it's like it's like hold on hold on shh, just wait a minute honestly hang on honestly the joke's gonna be great wait I'm just getting out hang on
1: Hold on. Oh, there it is. Oh, the moment's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's left the building. Um, <laughs> the series has ended. Um, and then we find out the Maxi Challenge is Bossy Rossi, the reboot, which we had Bossy Rossi previously on season 10, and I think they m- might have done one on All Stars as well or something similar.
0: Well, I think now is the perfect time to for, for us to use our patented rating system
1: oh shit i forgot see i'm not with it because i'm hung over thank you sam <laughs> this is why we pay you the big bucks honestly <laughs> this is why i get the big fucks <laughs> <laughs> this is why no one gives two fucks <laughs> that, thank you for that though sam i hate when we forget um what is your r- rating so i'm gonna give it a six well we've done this before i'm gonna turn that six upside down and make it a nine are you fucking taking the piss? I know I'm in a minority nine. here. Nine. Re- nine! It might be because I've had quite a drunken weekend and I've been emotional, yeah, I've been happy, but I really yeah, enjoyed this episode. Two or three
0: bags of brown. No also,
1: sorry. Also, I don't know if you feel like this, Sam, but I um, usually, I wake up Saturday morning quite early to watch the episode and my partner is still asleep, but I made him mm. get up early and watch it with me. And watching it with him made it so much more fun. So I don't know if mm. that's why I enjoyed it more.
0: Well, I've watched it the, um, the last few times. I've watched... Oh, no. Oh, no, sorry. I've watched UK Drag Race on video phone with um. With on my, my video partner. phone,
1: so like a cameo. come on your video. Charlie, what's your name
0: is? And other than the fact that it's really annoying because you've got to, like, start at the same time, etc., and, like, get in sync, that's a bit annoying. But um, it does make it more fun to watch it with somebody else. So, But, that, but that's not saying... But I do think that... I just find... I didn't find any of this particularly funny. That's why I'm giving it a low score.
1: I did find it funny. I really like the improv challenges. I much prefer them to the scripted challenges. I like them when they're funny. Biz wasn't funny. I think a lot of people were funny, but I think, yeah, they they always focus more on the ones who are cringy than the good ones, which I think is a bad decision. Well, it's bad for us as the viewer, I think. Yeah. Uh, Who did you expect to do well in this challenge before
0: you saw it? Oh, do you know what? Well, I'm going to say something... And I mean it. It better not be a weight joke. (laughs) You're Ed Dyson. You're so fat. Your mama... No. Um, (laughs) Olivia. So you said last week that you're thinking Olivia's a little bit underhand. And now I am concurring with you in quite a big way because um, she has a couple of things here that are a little bit underhand. And one of the things, the major thing is that she... um, because Utica is foolish enough to say that how good she is at improv, she basically takes the part that Utica wanted and um smashes it out of the park, takes another win. and I just think I just think she's a little bit more devious than we have thought beforehand.
1: Oh totally, it felt very manipulative the whole thing Because it wasn't even, at least when Candy Muse the other week Started underlining her lines At least she was like open about how aggressive she was being yeah. Whereas I thought mm. that Olivia was being, is the word Machiavellian? Like,
0: th- Def- she- it's, Mac- it's definitely Machiavellian She played on Utica's like, her kind heart
1: Yeah, and she's already had a win. She was top two the first week. So she's doing really well in the competition. Utica's like almost been in the bottom and has been robbed of a win. So Mm. I just thought, Mm. why not? And this is something she feels she could shine in. Why not give her that role? I know it's a competition, but I just found Mm -hmm. it very... It made me very Mm. uncomfortable. And I thought, is she a fucking closet bitch?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know. Likewise, that is what I thought. I mean, I, I feel like because we are in, you know, on episode seven, like... Things are coming out. Like, I think, for example, I know I'm going back here to um, the reading challenge. I think people were particularly mean to Denali. Uh, like, you know, the, 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 the idea was that, oh, we've forgotten about you. Ha, ha, ha. And I think, like, and Olivia, it's, Olivia's sort of, like, she's sort of coming out of this chrysalis of super loveliness. And the thing is, once you're standing on that main stage and everyone goes, oh, my God, there is a light coming out of you. Like, it's some kind of fucking angel.
1: There's only yeah. one way and it's down. Down to hell. Well, that... Is where she belongs if she keeps behaving like this. Because I'm not, I'm not for it. In the words of Alyssa Edwards, if you're gonna be a bawdy bawdy bitch, then stand up and be one. But don't be like a little mm. sneaky Fifi O'Hara type bitch because that's mm. the type of bitch who's gonna get called out, bitch. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I said what I said. Listen, I said I said what I said. <laughs> but I'm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. The thing is, it's like so. What you said, which is what I agree, is the like, sign. Is what I said. Sorry, she what you said
0: is, is what i mean you said and i'm <laughs> saying that you said it uh when, <laughs> when you said that olivia was um the one who was go- who the one who was sort of stirring the pot and i said how because olivia is so nice um they're using her the producers are saying right because you're so nice why don't you say it bloody bloody blah and now i
1: think that i was wrong well, you were really right for quite a long streak recently, so it had to come... I know, What goes I know. up must come, come down.
0: <laughs> what goes up must come down. Is that a Viagra
1: that's, jingle? That's a, that's, a, it's a, that's a real song. Well, it sounded awful, and another nice. awful thing is Tina's attitude when she's not happy about working with Elliot with two T's, and this really pisses me off because it's like if you go in with the attitude of "Oh, I don't want to work with this person. Oh, they're going to bring me down." Then it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You're you're making mm-hmm. it bad. Like go in with a positive attitude, bitch.
0: Mm. And I really don't like Tina Bernard's attitude. And then I um, know this is again. This is why. I, this is why I'm no fan of this episode. Like, the you know the emo moments were really rather shallow and um i just i just i don't know i just think Tatina to tina to tina Burger, i'm not impressed and she didn't impress me at all i'm she's. i mean in, in an episode where got make and candy muse both went up in my estimations tina burno just went further down
1: I forgot we were calling a Tina Burger. I love that. I, I need. To, don't let me say burner again. I really want to just say burger.
0: Oh, we could say burglar, as in like hamburger turd burglar.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I used to get called that at school before I even burgled any turds. It was like, God, give me a chance. Oh
0: my God, you <laughs> you were already you were already accused of burgling before you'd even turd burgled.
1: Oh. I didn't even know what it meant and people used to say pillow biter and shirt lifter I was like what do these things mean oh two, perhaps two years later I found out let me tell you no I'm joking <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do.
0: literally you'd burgled a whole bag of brown and, and it was turds <laughs>
1: That was by year seven. <laughs> <laughs> I was confused about what you were meant to do as a gay person. I thought you just had to rob people's toilets. <laughs> I've got I a burglar, a
0: whole bag of turds.
1: <laughs> Am I now a burglar? Oh, that that really Sorry. is a bag of brown. Um, Yuta, <laughs> as you said, Utica makes a silly mistake by saying that she's amazing at improv. And I knew that by setting herself up like that, she was going to go for a epic fail.
0: It's classic RuPaul's Drag Race. Never say you're good at ice skating. Or never say you're good at singing. Drag. You're good at dancing. Drag, yes, <laughs> uh, because then it'll just come back and bite you in the arse. It's like it's always the same as <laughs> I always watch um, the game show Pointless, and um, often people say, "Oh, I'm a I'm a history teacher," and then. It's a history round And they're fucking shit And then everyone's like I thought you were An history teacher Don't say it Utica should have Just been like Oh oh, I've dappled But you know Not much
1: Yeah I'm not really A drag queen I'm just here for the (laughs) To get away from home I'm not good at anything So Don't pay attention to me And then cut to Crowning moment But I actually think Utica, if Utica had got the role that Olivia took, I think she might have won. Because I think it was a role that mm. anyone could have made funny. Even though Olivia did do well, I'm getting ahead. But, like, I think that Utica would have done well. So it's really annoying that it worked out the way it did, I think.
0: Unless, unless, to throw a spanner in the old works here, unless Utica had, and I think. Because she would have been, you know, in full of my makeup. She would have been like that. Mouth would have been going like the clappers. She'd have been
1: like, oh <laughs> no, you
0: can't see, but I'm I'm doing the using your mouth, and it would have been a bit like, oh, I don't know if that's creepy or not.
1: Oh, that's a good point. They are rude doesn't like her making the faces, and neither do I. So actually, she and would exactly, have exactly when yeah. she could
0: when she couldn't talk. That's
1: all she would have been doing. <laughs> yeah, true, actually. It probably probably was the less of two evils. Um, so let's talk <laughs> about the actual challenge, Bossy Rossi. So uh, mm. a lot of the fans online seem to have hated it, but I did actually quite enjoy it. Yeah, I hated it. Um, yeah, you're with the majority there.
0: I am. So let's am. go through
1: them. I thought the opening was really strong. I loved Rose and Denali. They were my favourites of the episode.
0: No, I thought they were stupid. Rose's stomach wasn't even in the right place. Has she ever seen a pregnant woman? It doesn't sit there. Are you weight shaming again? No, just put she had the pregnancy bump in the, entirely the wrong place. It looked stupid. Okay. Um, I think I think they were both. I think they were both okay, but it just wasn't that funny at all. I think I I thought Lala was actually better than both of them. That is
1: an absolutely ridiculous fucking thing to say, and I can't believe (laughs) you just fucking said that. That is. (laughs) Did you even watch this episode? (laughs) I call bullshit. (laughs) I watched it like three times. Rose and Denali were like had really funny accents. They were really committed. They really flowed. They were really in it. And, like, Denali said, I'm pregnante, which I love. Lala Rhee came in and sucked the energy out of the room. <laughs> Just sucked harder than you at a sauna. Maybe uh, maybe I'll watch it again. Because Lala Rhee sent home Joey J, rightly, in the lip sync. But I think Joey J would have been really good in this challenge. It's a shame that we got Lala Rhee instead of mm. Joey J, the gay. Wait, Lala Ree, Joey J? Who said what you said? I can't remember. <laughs> I say what I say. Um, <laughs> what What did you
0: make of Mick? Gomic, for me, was this week's winner of the whole show. Um, what I the fuck this, are this... you
1: talking about? No,
0: this was so... She was so funny in this. She was, like, really... Like, her translation of
1: the... Um... Translation? Is that meant to be a joke? No, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> her translation of the miming was spot on. She was... And she was really funny. And, like, I mean, I think this is why I think she did so well in the reading challenge. She's really quite sparky. She's intelligent. Um... Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I thought she was my, she was my absolute favourite.
1: Well, I think you're being absolutely ridiculous. I mean, she was literally just <laughs> commenting on what um, Olivia was doing, so it wasn't. Yeah,
0: but she was doing it in such a wry manner, like the look in her eye, the delivery. It was, it was,
1: it was, it was, it was comedy subtlety. It was great. I didn't think she was bad. I mean, I think actually Olivia's win is quite heavily contributed to Gottmik I think she was the one kind of propping up that performance but mm-hmm. I mean there were definitely stronger people than Gottmik uh, I will say she looked really pretty I thought in that blonde wig with that B I mm-hmm. really liked her mm-hmm. look but um
0: but she, but she was doing the psychologist the, the part that they play a psychologist plays in one of those shows were like hmm yeah and they're like really quite earnest about you know Then now she's doing this and it's really important that's what she was doing you've got to be sort of deadpan when you do that and it was a role that she was playing I think she played it really well.
1: Well, I mean it was good when Olivia came on, but when Gottmick was alone on stage, there were actually no jokes. She didn't make a single joke with Ross. And I'm like, you can't yeah. you have to come out and make a joke straight away. And she was just literally mm. talking about the book as if yeah. it was real. Yeah. So Utica I thought she looked a bit like Laura Dern, which I guess is a compliment. <laughs> I fucking lazy. love Laura Dern. I yeah, fucking very... love Laura Dern. Who doesn't love Laura Dern? But she also
0: looked a bit like a snow spider coming out from the wilderness. And um, it was it was a little bit terrifying, especially with those um those fingers. I mean it was the whole thing was odd.
1: It was odd and she was talking without any um uh, like purpose a bit like me just then. Um she was just kind of <laughs>
0: um um I think like especially especially with um with Utica this week. Like I think Some of the reads were a bit lazy, like, you're so fucking weird. You're just this, you're just that. And I think like, yeah, I know that she plays on the fact that she's weird, but also, you know, don't use weird as a weapon against her. But then she comes out. Well, it's like um, the judge who was at MTS Madison says, um, you know, you fall back on being weird. And I think like I totally think that she did like just it was like being kooky and odd and not making any sense just didn't work here at all.
1: Yeah, I think in these challenges sometimes it's good to play against type and that's why I do give Candy a little bit of credit for not being loud. Mm. However, I am baffled at at why people were... Well, the judges thought that what she did was funny because am I watching a different scene? Candy was...
0: Um, no, I liked what she did as well. Sorry, um, this is what I'm saying like my my opinion of of Mick and uh, Candy went up this week because they both played against type, they both calmed it down. There was l- far less of the bitchiness um candy basically you know she was completely different in this and i and that must have been quite difficult not to be like that wow like it must have <laughs> been hard and she and what she what she did was again like Mick was quite subtle, but it was effective.
1: Well, Sam, tell me this. What did Candy say that was funny?
0: She said, who lives in a shithole like this? She told uh, Ross Matthews to fuck off. She um she had a few bitchy asides while... She didn't. Um, while she said, you talking. little bitch,
1: to Ross oh. Matthews. And that is... Is that witty? Is it droll? I'm not... Sure, it... I'm not saying... But I'm just saying it was... It wasn't... It didn't make my skin crawl like some of the other ones. I agree she didn't bomb. I'm not saying she was shit. I'm saying... Like she was, ended up in the top, and I'm just not getting where the.
0: I don't. What well, does that mean? She she was in the top because of her um, runway outfit and and plus a little bit of her performance. I mean, she was be- She, in my opinion, Candy was better than Tina Burner by a long shot, and also also you know Elliot with two T's and and Utica better than
1: loads of them. You th- did you think she was better than Rose and Denali? Yep. It is a good job. This is remote because if we were in the same room, I swear to God, I would slap you, bitch.
0: <laughs> I would slap a bitch. I think because because the thing is, okay, like, let me tell you a little story, right? <laughs> when I was at university, I also did a whole course on improv, right? So I know how I know how to do improv. Well, I can't tell. <laughs> I know how to do. I know how to do improv, and it's really difficult. It's a lot more difficult than it looks like, and um and Whereas being shrieky and coming in at like level 10 and going, oh, this is my baby. Yes, fine, fine, Rosé. And they said a couple of funny things like, oh, his dick and stuff like that. Yes, I get it. But it's actually, (laughs) but actually actually listening and reacting is what makes you a better improv performer. And I think um, Candy did better at it than they did.
1: Okay. I do agree with you on that. Candy really, I mean, part of improv, I believe, is to really push the story and, like, let it unfold at a good Mm. pace. I think she Mm. did that, and I think I agree with you. And I was
0: amazed that someone like fucking Candy could sit there and listen, do you know what I mean, and not say anything for five seconds.
1: I just, I was a bit just, where are the jokes, where are the jokes, Trinity Trinity, the Tuck, Trinity the Tuck-Taylor, where are the jokes? (laughs) Yeah. I hopefully will agree on this one. I thought Simone was really good. Did you? Yeah, yeah, I did. Simone was good, yeah. Deborah uh, But I did think Not to take any credit away from it I thought her props did some of the heavy lifting So obviously she had those candles With the names on Mm. And I thought that Mm. I didn't know And then That scene wasn't my favourite That's not really improv is it? No because it's all like predetermined And like she knew that she had that to rely on I mean, I guess uh, mm. Olivia also had the miming as like a thing. So they all had their thing, but I just thought mm. hers was quite easy. But I did appreciate, same as like you said with Candy and Got Mick, I do appreciate when someone can be natural in those scenes rather than going at yeah. a 10. Mm. well that's
0: if- the thing that Simone was quite relaxed and, and you do feel and if like the whole thing with improv especially something like this like if they are relaxed you are relaxed it's so true like if you don't like if you're on edge like thinking oh how you're on your tenterhooks waiting for the laugh then it's not fun and it won't ever be fun but if you're if you're like oh you know you're relaxed into it with them and you can see that they feel comfortable then it's better
1: a good example of that is Tina because I think she's an example of what you were saying which is coming in with too much energy and then not Having anywhere to go.
0: Too much. And she's in red.
1: Stop wearing red. I'm sick of fucking seeing you in red. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Sorry. (gasps) Huh? I'm sick of it. (laughs) I'm sick of it.
0: (laughs) I'm sick of of Tina Burger already. She is now. She's a fucking. She's a bag full of burgers in a dumpster out the back of McDonald's for me. It's just that it's too much. And the big ass. And the bouncing around. And the shoving it
1: in Ross's face. Awful. And usually I love a burger, but Tina Burger is not a burger for me. She is pissing me off. But she was quite good in this. I mean, I think she she could have held back a little bit and was definitely, obviously, better than Elliot, who was a bit of... I don't
0: even think... Not that much, because I think to to begin with, Elliot with two Ts was, again, playing a role, which was quite... um you know, she was supposed to be like, they were like, oh, is that the mum? No, she's um, the straight-laced friend that um, feels bad, etc., cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So she was keeping it buttoned up and she was like, oh, that's appalling. And some of it was relatively funny. And I think um, to, for me, I, I, I preferred Elliot's performance to Tina's, for fuck's sake.
1: Elliot also didn't have any jokes. I mean, improv is all well and good, but the, the point is to make you laugh. Like, it's not just about getting into character. And Elliot had no jokes until they start kissing, which again was obviously part of the plan that wasn't their idea and hideous as well
0: and 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 they actually (laughs) probably and they actually probably made out and elliot was like oh it was like
1: kissing my uncle kiss your uncle a lot have you you dirty incestuous bastard and now she can say she has a kiss chain to graham norton which not everyone has (laughs) actually i think everyone does have. But I'm sick of them always ending up lesing off in those scenes. Like, oh, it's
0: stupid. It's so lazy and not funny. It isn't funny. And rolling around on the floor. It's like it's like you to go after saying how good you were. Like you know, you end up like you know writhing around on the floor. Like it's how is that funny? Like oh, oh, look and cut. Oh yes, look at me writhing around. It looks shit.
1: Yeah, every season we have to see that, and it's meant to be funny. It's like I don't find two women kissing funny. I mean, really, I'm not saying I find them. it offensive. Obviously, I was fully support <laughs> it, but does it always have to be a punchline? I just think. But it's not
0: a joke. It's not a joke. Oh, what? So they were in love after all, huh? What? That's not funny. Big boobs and t- and a big arse, and oh, look, they're kissing.
1: Ugh. Good. I'm glad Crap. we ended that segment agreeing on something because we had a. L- Thank fuck. We that. almost came to blows, which usually <laughs> I like. Um, so in the workroom, we find out that Simone's brother went to jail. So that's today's um emotional moment. Yeah. And I do relate to this because I may or may not have had siblings that have been in prison. Oh. Oh, um, oh now 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 first of all, um are you still standing by your nine? No, I you're right. I'm gonna come down to um I actually might come all the way down to seven. I think you've really done a number on me. I think I really (laughs) got carried away this weekend in many different ways. I know, I I know.
0: And now now we've discussed it, you've realised that it was... Fucking nine is really, really high and one of the best Drag Race episodes ever.
1: And it's, isn't that... I know, I said it was really good and gave it a nine and then I've done nothing but moan about the episode since we talked about it. (laughs) I don't want to go into too many details about my Simone brother personal experience, (laughs) but I will say that she said that having a brother in jail meant that she could never do anything wrong because like her brother had already done something so bad. Whereas I actually took a very different approach to this where I was like, well, basically I can do anything. As long as I don't end up in jail, I'm never going to be the worst son. So I've actually, if, Um. if anything, it's enabled me to be more and more terribly behaved, which is how you got this creature today. So you're
0: basically, you're saying that you didn't really agree with Olivia. Or you went the opposite way? With Simone. Well, I just feel like... Uh, Simone, sorry. God.
1: Well, I just feel like some of the things that me and my other brother have done, uh, if we're ever naughty, let's say, um, mm. if if the other brother hadn't been so extremely naughty, I think those mm. things would have been made a bigger deal out of, but it's just very well, much well, now. Yeah, that,
0: and that, that sounds more likely than than Simone's story I think because because yeah because you'll be like well you know you fucked up you'll be like well at least I'm not in jail uh, yet can't really come back to that can't really come back on that
1: <laughs> yeah I'll never be the worst unless I am yeah <laughs> and then we, we get the second emotional moment which is I really liked this moment actually which is Tina and Elliot coming together talking about yeah clinical depression because I wasn't expecting it I definitely wasn't expecting it from Elliot and then I wasn't expecting Tina to share her story as well and I wasn't expecting them to bond and I just thought it was almost a bit like Tia and um, a horror on Drag Race UK where it's just nice to see people who don't gel just suddenly finding common ground.
0: Yeah, I, like, I, I do agree with that. But I think with Tia and horror, I actually quite like them both. And I did, with Elliot with two T's and Tina Berger, I don't particularly like either of them. So it wasn't, I didn't feel the emotion that you did. Sorry, hence the low score from me.
1: Oh, yeah, I didn't, I, I still don't like Tina Berger really, but Elliot is warming to me because I'm really relating to mm. her struggle and I think she has a positive attitude and I think she's really... Oh yeah, totally, totally. She's resilient because like, she's been through a lot in this competition and to have mm. had depression. I think she's quite inspiring in a way. One thing I found annoying was that La La starts doing improv in the workroom and does it well. And it's like, why didn't you do it well in the challenge then? Why are you now doing the challenge? I hated, I hated this whole thing. I
0: hated it. It was annoying. I didn't really get what was going on. I know. I get. They were they were larking about in the workroom, and whereas normally they would cut it out and leave it out the show, this um this episode was so crap that they um they thought they had to leave it in to, for some to glean some kind of amusement out of it. So that is my that is my read.
1: <laughs> crap episode that I gave a nine out of ten, which I'm quite mortified about now. This crap episode, you gave nine out of ten. <laughs> Rue on the runway Looks like classic vintage Rue In what I believe is a red H&M gown Which is quite um, <laughs> Quite ironic But yeah she looks good um, But I wanted to stop saying that Ross is hilarious every week Because I'm just finding it annoying Because it's just like she's not always hilarious
0: Yeah and can I just say Can I just say the person who did the worst out of all that challenge Was Ross <laughs> <laughs> Yeah that's true she was not funny He was the least, he was the least funny out of all of them
1: viral moment
0: oh god my ross impression is off um mm. what did you what did you make no, no it is it is squeaky and irritating so it's, it's right on actually <laughs> like a queef um <laughs> what did you think of t.s madison um well so t.s madison do you know who t.s madison is
1: well i do because silky did her on snatch game in season 11 and then i'd seen a few clips of her afterwards but i'm not that familiar
0: well, she's um, openly trans and um, yeah. has done has done like erotic videos and stuff, which I thought was quite enthralling. Um, but um, I thought I thought she was um, I thought she was great.
1: Yeah, I enjoyed her. I thought she had a good good charisma and some good advice, and I'm enjoying the continuing theme of. Um, plus sized <laughs> Big black girl, women of color. yeah. <laughs> Big, I hope black, girl. Have Big black girl in the fourth seat. <laughs> Although Anne Hathaway is going to ruin it next week, but that's just over video. So, it but might she's not.
0: Care. But she's yeah. She's not. Uh, she's. I mean, this is this is one thing that fucks me off. Is that
1: um, if it wasn't for COVID, would have had her in that. Would have had her in that judges' sheet, sheet seat. Um, on the runway category is. Uh, beaded. Although I did not hear Rue announce the category, and we, I heard "Beat It." I heard "Beat It." I thought it was Michael
0: Jackson. When Denali came out dressed as a chandelier, I was like, "What the fuck's that got to do with Michael Jackson?" <laughs>
1: Well, um, shall I ask you what you would do for Beaded? I still haven't figured out if you hate this or not Beaded, beaded, beaded be- I would do um... You would do Michael Jackson You'd come down with a child on your hand That's how you do <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> two, child hand, ch- two child hand puppets um, <laughs> I think I would um, but See, I don't really like beads at the best of times I, I really don't I think, um, I think maybe I'd do like yeah, like like big big beads on a dress. I don't know. <laughs> again, you've thrown it at
1: me. Oh, it sounds amazing. I hadn't even, I hadn't even thought. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just like making you feel uncomfortable every week. Um, did you yes. like? Did you like Denali's chandelier look once you realized? Yeah, it what was good. It was,
0: was it was good. It was impressive, but it was uh, once again like um, we have said before. It's almost too perfect. Well, no, there was no fun to it, was there? Really.
1: I there was It was really cool But there's something Yeah that didn't mm. wow me I don't know why I don't There was something missing And I also thought Rosé's was a bit mm. Forgettable In terms of I actually After I saw it Forgot it
0: And also I get uh, Yeah exactly And also I get What she's saying Like it was, took a lot of work jar. First of all Don't say that um, We get it It took a lot of work But actually the fact That you said it took a lot of work Like if you If we can't see the beads Close up Which we can't It sort of looked like um, You know a kid's, a kid's
1: painting That you have on the fridge that's what it looks like a bit. That reminds me of in season nine when Alexis Michelle said to Michelle Visage, I almost went blind stoning this corset. And Michelle went, got it. Still underwhelmed. <laughs> I was like, I
0: love
1: <laughs> I was also a bit underwhelmed by Lala Ri. I thought she looked really good in the big wig and the Mardi Gras. But I mean, it just didn't look like runway. It looked more like a performance. Yeah. Thing. This is what this is a massive wig is what won it for Olivia last week. That is true. They're giving a lot of props for wigs um, this mm. season, but even though just... a wig
0: is a prop, generally.
1: <laughs> oh my god, true. And from prop to cop, e. well That was not a good link. Um, uh, got Mick <laughs> copies Latrice's anal bead outfit from All Stars Four, does it in red and thinks that thinks we're fucking stupid and not going to notice. I saw it and I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I. This is this is my favorite.
0: This is my favorite look of the week.
1: Well, it's a cool look, but it's been done, and it's like the look is too unique to copy. Like, obviously, mm. if you like, you can't say, "Oh, so and so wore a red dress a few seasons ago, so you can't wear a red dress." But this was mm. clearly from the same designer, clearly the same concept, clearly the same material. Mm. We've just seen it on All Stars Four, and it was. She will have seen All Stars Four before filming this. Why did you bring this? It's so unoriginal. The
0: dress, the dress was different. But first yes. of all, the dress—the dress was different, and um, she's a different shape altogether, and different colour, and um, and I like—I just—and um, I—I I, I think it was worth another go. I liked it, and also like I didn't really remember Latrice doing it very well. So um, for me, I really liked it, and like—and—and and sorry, there are there was a copy on the runway, this stage that was never mentioned, and I still cannot believe that it's happened.
1: Um, oh, the hair on Olivia. Yes. Um, well we'll get to that, but at least that's within the same season. So like but this is from a different season that and Latrice did it really well. It was her best runway of All Stars Four. It was one of the best runways altogether on All Stars Four. And I just think yeah, but you But surely can't... the
0: fact that it, surely the fact that it was a different season makes it more palatable. The fact that it was, you know, she sort of she sort of maybe took that idea and ran with it and did something different with it and like and change, like and had like A little sixties outfit and like and and that headpiece, Etc different makeup, blah 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 as opposed to just,
1: like, borrowing a fellow cast member's wig? Absolutely not. Like, if in two seasons' time, if someone in a design challenge takes sleeping bags and does them in a different colour, uh. I'm going to be like, no, you did it. You can't do sleeping bags. It's been there done.
0: No There's no way you could do that in a design challenge. If you could do that and replicate that in a design
1: challenge, you deserve to win anyway. That is true. But I just thought, God, look, I was really disgusted by this. I was disgusted. Mm. Uh, but okay. let's get to Olivia. So a lot of people think what you thought, that it was the same wig, but apparently it's not the same wig. It's just very similar. So I don't think she... What do you mean it's very similar? <laughs> it's literally identical. Well, I think um, the size of it, people said gave away that it's not the same given the difference in size and queens. And that's not shaming. We're just being factual. However, it was not my biggest issue with this outfit. I did hate this outfit, but it was just the actual clothes. I just thought looked absolutely mm. shit. And I didn't understand... Mm. I mean the 911 reference twin towers was that because the outfit was a historic disaster as well? I don't know like why oh, would you why would know. you wear the twin towers on a t-shirt unless you're making some sort of statement about it which clearly like not enough of a statement was made cuz I don't get it. I hated it.
0: Yeah. I was not impre- I wasn't impressed at all, sorry. Just all I all I saw was a all I saw was someone else's hair and an ill-fitting, you know, painted sack
1: I do think she's being unlucky because this is the second time she's worn something on the runway that someone else has already worn. And on Drag Race, (laughs) you do take your clothes prepared. So it's like, you can change if you want to, but really you want to wear the outfit that you brought. But she won though, so, you know. Well, that's the thing. And that's like, oh, people talking about Drag Race UK. Joe Black had to go home because she wore a bad outfit. It's like people are winning every week with bad outfits. Like Mm. when it's so inconsistent. Mm -hmm. Uh, My favorite outfit on the runway was Utica's Period Bride. (laughs) Me too. I loved it. I thought it was beautiful. Yeah. So well done to her. And maybe this is actually what saved her from the bottom. Man, my only my only gripe was that it was the same short hair wig that she wore during the sleeping bag challenge. Oh, you're right. It was. And I I don't like that hair on her at the best of times, really. No, so.
0: No.
1: So did you love Candy Muse and her giant muff? Oh, I did. I thought she did great. Yeah.
0: I think her makeup was really lovely. I mean, it was I thought it was just a great a great look for her. And as I said, I'm no fan of Candies as I've been quite vocal about before, but I think this week I think in the challenge she um <laughs> dialed it back. I think um in this she looked really nice. I'm not saying at all that she's my, one of my ones to win, but I um I I, you know, she went up in my estimation and I thought this look was lovely.
1: I thought it was funny that she said, this is the most beautiful I'm ever going to look. I'm like... (laughs) So we shouldn't be excited about any future runways then. This is the peak, just to let you know. <laughs> or, your, or your wedding day. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Joey Jay will be marrying her, don't worry. <laughs> oh, actually, my favourite as well might have been Simone's. I mean, her Caribbean warrior look. It was really vibrant and striking and cool. Oh,
0: beautiful. Again, beautiful. I, see, I do think it was beautiful, but again, it was like... And obviously, like, you know, the Zulu-inspired beads, etc., But again, it was like beautiful, shiny skin. I mean, are we going to. Is that what we get from Simone every time now?
1: Well, it does annoy me when they rely on their body, but the clothes on her body were the focal point rather than her body. So I think in this one, and her body is amazing. So it's always a joy Mm, to see. It is amazing. And her wig was amazing and makeup. I thought, I mean, she's slaying the runway. Unlike. Tina who, <laughs> Tina Burger oh. oh my god I saw When she fucking what, Took what fuck that reveal this? off I thought she was gonna reveal Into red, orange and yellow And I was literally gonna Smash my fucking iPad Against the wall I was like Don't you <laughs> fucking dare And then luckily She didn't But she still had that Horrible orange Pennywise wig on Which is not it <laughs>
0: With the penny, with the pennywise makeup, the poofy arms, the re- the beads the beaded reveal to you know, two horrible discolored plastic boobs with beads on the end. It was a whole, it was a
1: travesty. Why she wasn't in the bottom, I don't know. She looks like a clown on the sex re- offenders register. Yeah, she does. She does. The comparisons to Sherry Pie go on.
0: <laughs> yeah, and she also looks like she looks like the sort of. um Trans person that JK Rowling would say, see,
1: that's what's that's why they're not allowed in our toilets. <laughs> oh god. Um, but it still wasn't my least favourite. Oh, no, it was my least favourite. I was gonna say Elliot with two T's was, but hers was boring but not like offensive, I guess.
0: Oh, it was beautiful. She looked like Kimberly Wyatt. Is that a good thing to look
1: like, I guess? Um yeah, Kimberly,
0: Wyatt's- Kimberly Wyatt's gorgeous.
1: I don't know why Rue liked it so much. Maybe I'm missing something, I just thought it was a bit boring. Um, so we find out the placements Rosé and Denali are safe So I'm fucking fuming Which you're not, obviously Because you didn't think they were that good I thought
0: they, you thought they, Oh, you thought they should be in the top? 100%, especially Rosé I have to say, if I was Rosé and Denali I would be fuming myself by now Because, like, they've done Like in the Disco Challenge last week and this week They were both good in both I mean, I didn't particularly like their performances But they were good, they weren't the worst So um, to be just safe again It's a bit like, uh,
1: what do I have to do here?! I know they're working so hard and they're doing so well Mm. and it just feels like they're not even being prominently featured in the show and it's very Mm. frustrating as a viewer because I'm like, I Mm. like Denali, I wanted to win after that lip sync and Rosé I think is one of the Mm. most consistent and it's like, can we have some airtime? Do we have to listen to Candy's ramblings anymore? Can we just see some of the other fucking people? (laughs) I wouldn't say rambling, I'd say more of a (laughs) ranting. So the judges clock a rip on Lala Ri's side which I hadn't noticed, so that was good they Mm. pointed that out and then they give... Candy her praise that I don't think she deserves, saying T. S. <laughs> Madison says, This girl is quick. I'm like, did they edit out the jokes from her scene and we didn't see them? Because I don't understand why <laughs> they're talking about jokes that we were not privy to.
0: She said a few things that were quite quick. Um Calling someone a fucking bitch is not quick. It's just No, calling And there them was another bitch. one as well. There was another she um She was was with Simone, wasn't she? Simone said something and um, she did come back quite quickly. I can't remember what it was. It was obviously forgettable, but I do remember
1: thinking, oh, that was quite sharp. It wasn't sharp and you've made it up let's just call a spade a spade <laughs> and then fucking sorry i can't stop swearing i'm so angry at drag race at the moment ruse <laughs> Rue says that simone's outfit is one of the greatest <laughs> outfits on this stage now as you just no heard reason. i love the outfit but rue is saying this every fucking week and it's like it's completely destroying the purpose of saying that you meant to say that mm. every few years mm. for like violet Chachki's crowning look not like Everyone who comes down in any half decent outfit, oh, it's the best we've ever seen. Well, the only other, ta- other time, the other time was to me, Tamisha's beautiful gown, and then this one. No, she said it to um, I think Utica or Gottmik during the design challenge. Oh right, yeah. And I think she said it about Simone when she- Simone wore um, that do rag that had the train. She's, yeah, yeah. She's popping it out all the time, and I've had it. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. <laughs> I'm sick of it. I'm sick of Tina Burner wearing red. I'm sick of Bruce saying everything's great, and I'm sick. Sorry, I need to calm down. I really do.
0: Ed, I'm I'm getting a lot of anger from you at the moment. Do you know what I mean? It is literally coming through my
1: airwaves and I'm feeling quite... um, Threatened? I feel very attacked. Turned on. Oh, do you want five minutes to sort yourself out? Um, I'm
0: also... It takes about about half an hour these days, so we'll best do it afterwards.
1: (laughs) Um, I'm also pissed off that Olivia won. I mean, I do think she was good. But I thought others were better and I think that her runway should have kind of demoted her a little bit. Who would you have have rather see win? So I would have given the win to Rosé, although I do admit her runway wasn't that great. Or I would Mm. have given it... I mean, I don't want to give Simone another win because that's what's annoying me is that all the wins are going to a very small number of queens and it's like there are loads Mm. of talented people. Can they not spread the wins out a bit more so it's more of a competition Mm. rather than clearly Olivia and Simone like sauntering to the final at this point and it's Mm. going to be between them. I'm probably yeah. Gotmic being pushed, and it's like all these other mm-hmm. talented queens like Utica, Rose, Denali, mm-hmm. they're not getting a look in, and it's just mm-hmm. kind of annoying me. And maybe it's lockdown, yeah. and I apologize, but
0: <laughs> for your for your blatant aggression, I think um, in my mind, I think Utica should have won the um, the sewing Channel Channel Challenge instead <laughs> of um, instead of Gottmik. and I think Gotmic should have won this week.
1: Well, obviously I think that's crazy and we cannot talk about that anymore. Okay. Utica is <laughs> safe from lip syncing again, and instead it's Lala versus Elliot, which I think is quite a fair bottom two. Yeah, I do. I agree. I actually assumed that Elliot was going home because she got a lot of airtime this episode with her story, and that's usually a bit of a death knoll. But Lala oh, didn't get yes. much airtime, so it kind of felt like she just kind of faded out. It's a death knell. Oh my god, I'm not, so embarrassed.
0: Not, not a knoll, it's a grassy knoll or a death knell. <laughs> he was shot on the
1: grassy knoll. Is that JFK? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Oh, yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, so the lip sync song is Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> Whole Lotta Woman. Did you know this song? No, but I liked it a lot. It actually wasn't a single, so it's, sometimes they do lip syncs that aren't singles, which is quite weird. But I did mm. know this song because I'm a huge Kelly Clarkson fan. But it was off an album of hers that didn't do that well. So it's quite an odd choice, but it's good. And you know, I love Kelly Clarkson's one of my favorite celebrities in the whole world. Mm-hmm. I once got I to interview like her for half an hour. And as soon as we sat down, I apologized to her because we sh- were shaking hands because back in the day we could. And I said, oh, sorry, my hand's really sweaty. <laughs> and she said, oh, well, mine's really dry. So if we put them together, we'll have a normal hand. And then we start the interview just pressing our little palms against each other. And it was so oh my cute. God. I love Kelly Clarkson. Did she? What about, did she say her mind was dry as well? She did, and I said, well, I have a very sweaty cock, so the next thing you knew, I'm actually the father of her child, which is why she just got divorced, but I don't want to get into that because it's very personal. But And horrific. And then that later that night, I was allowed to go to a secret gig. She played a really secret gig for a small number of people, and the song I told her that I love in the interview, she then like waved at me before she did and like, No, she didn't! Well, she looked in my direction and I sort of claimed it.
0: <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. I've 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 claimed I've claimed less in
1: the past. We we love outrageous claims on this podcast. We do. So I would have thought obviously Lala would win this lip sync, but I have to say Elliot deserved this win. She really mm. slayed it, I thought, did you?
0: Yeah, I agree. I thought Elliot was much better. I think um I think Ree and then I liked when Lalry went off stage as well. And she was like, "I was trying this, I was trying that." It was genuine confusion because I think that's the most likely scenario when you leave a competition like this: is that you were like, "I, I kept trying this, I kept trying that," and like, and, I, and if 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 you think that you're always doing your best and you still get voted off, then then obviously it's confusing. um So I think. I think like she she can't kind have of, she if she had, if she watches the tape back and watches Elliot with two Teases um uh lip sync she would see that it was better because you can't generally see if you're doing it yourself can you
1: I don't think she meant the lip sync I think she meant the whole competition but I mean she um, should she should know that gluing paper bags to a corset was not the one
0: No I know I know she meant the whole competition with yeah I know I know she meant the whole competition when she was saying I was trying you know all this other stuff I know that but like I think like I think that plus the lip sync she you know, she was she was outgunned, unfortunately.
1: Well, I mean, I know splits are really overdone on Drag Race, but there was something about Elliot's splits that I thought looked really more clean and impactful than other splits we've seen. So I... And
0: I thought it was funny how Gottmik said, um, normally I get... Bored after two pairs of splits or something
1: uh, That was funny Well, Gottmik apparently is the comedy queen these days So I guess that is funny <laughs> That's <laughs> Sorry, I'm so bitter, that, aren't I? That sounds so Jenny Bitter Lemon <laughs> I am bitter and twisted I'm being horrible this episode, I'm really sorry And I started with an apology for being especially horrible after your, Especially after your apology Wow <laughs> There's something wrong with me, I'm sorry So, right. what? <laughs> L- Elliot cries after she wins Lala bows out graciously and then we find out that next week we're getting Anne Hathaway via video and we're also getting social media the unauthorized rusical Mm. I'm just I'm just
0: so uninspired by um season 13 at the moment I mean I can't wait to see Anne Hathaway because I do really like her um even though we bitched about her during the witches recap
1: earlier on last year I'm gonna bitch about her as well next week
0: Great. Um, I'm just hoping it's more than just, you know, a quick VT. I hope she's more involved than that. She loves the show. (laughs) But I'm standing by my six out of ten. So I hope they up their game next week.
1: And I'm going to stick to seven because I liked it a little bit more than you. But I really hope next week, I'm calling it now. I really hope Rosé wins because she's obviously mm. a singer, it's a rusical. And I think it's time yeah. she got a moment in the spotlight, to yeah. be honest. Ordinarily, ordinarily for me as well, either. But I don't think she can sing. Oh, oh, I meant to say, La Rie is the first queen to go from the loser circle. So, you know, it's been all the, I mean, from the winner circle. So it's been all the bottom queens. So that's interesting.
0: Oh, has it? That is interesting. That's, you know, you could do a Venn diagram about that, couldn't you? Yeah, I could. I'm not going
1: to, but I could. (laughs) I just wanted to ask, at this point in the competition, who do you think is going to (gasps) win the show?
0: Well, as we said before, is it sixteen episodes? Fuck knows, Sixteen years, it feels like. It is it's it's sixteen it's sixteen episodes, so I think um next week is gonna be halfway through. So I think it's too early to tell still. Um I think um I think Rose Denali are still up there in the game. I think if you, you know, blow all your load too soon, perhaps Olivia and um Simone have done that. I think as they yeah. boil it down as the series goes on I think we will see. Um, I think maybe we'll see Utica come out of her shell a bit, or like, or collapse under the pressure. I mean, it's it can either get one of two ways.
1: Yeah, because like last year on season twelve, Gigi Good was like winning everything, and it seemed like she was mm. unstoppable. But you can peak too early, so mm, maybe exactly. there is hope for Rose and Denali. Yeah, I think, but I do think Simone is going to win. I have to admit. Yeah. So we will be back. Recapping the Rusical next Monday And then obviously on Friday We'll be doing episode I don't know what episode it is But some (laughs) episode of Drag Race UK Is it the Snatch Game finally next week? Six,
0: episode six It's Snatch Game
1: Oh it's my favourite I'm so excited So I'm going to be way more cheery Oh guys you don't want to miss Friday's episode Because me and Sam have a lot to say about Snatch Game We have a lot to say about Gemma Collins It's going to be explosive diarrhoea And we will see you then (laughs) But honestly Bring at least two or three boxes of Kleenex and two Pogs of Brown. I said Pogs of Brown then. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> we love you lots. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Bye.